Hello and welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast. My name is Jeff and I will be your host for today. This is episode number 88, Teaching Breaststroke Kick to Beginners. That's right, today we're going to be talking about that most dreaded of all swim skills, which I personally dislike teaching the most. That's right, it is Breaststroke Kick to Beginners. Now I find this to be one of the most difficult, slogging, slow improvement, frustrating things to teach, but fear not, we've made it easier. Now we follow this standard progression of skills and uh, activities that ensures that your participants will be doing breaststroke kick with the least amount of frustration on your instructor and on your side. Join me now after this brief message. That's right, today we are talking about teaching breaststroke kick to your beginner swimmers. Now this can be both in your swim lessons and on your swim team. Uh, We do introduce this in, I believe it is level three. Uh, So if you're looking at the um, swim lessons and swim lesson plans, introduce breaststroke kick fairly early on. And this is generally while sitting on the side of the pool Uh, and the instructor is manipulating the feet for the swimmers. And we're gonna review some of that here. Uh, But what we're gonna be talking about is how you can teach uh, the breaststroke kick in your swim team program or your swim lessons following the standard progression of skills, uh, which has made it really easy, even though it's still a struggle to actually get our participants to do the breaststroke kick correctly while they're swimming. I found that there are a certain segment of people in your program or in the population that just know how to do breaststroke kick very naturally. And for the rest of your participants, for the rest of the people that you're going to be working with, breaststroke kick is an unnatural and extremely difficult skill to master. Now, I think it's primarily because this all starts when swimmers begin in the pool. So the first time that a swimmer is introduced to swimming, they are they learn are taught how to move around by using their feet. And most of the time we introduce people using flutter kicks. So the top and the bottom of their feet. Oftentimes you'll see uh, swimmers flailing, thrashing about without moving anywhere. And that's because they haven't understood yet the hydrodynamic nature of water so that when you push against it, it makes you move in a different direction. Uh, That's kind of where this learning about kicking comes from. And people that are able to do the breaststroke kick naturally instead of the up and down flat top of the foot motion they learn the inside of the foot and a different way to push against the water. Now, I've spent a lot of time watching people swim as a lifeguard. I've spent, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years being a lifeguard actively and watching the water and specifically watching swim lessons. And what I've understood, what I've come to learn here is that there's this expression of nurture, so the whole nature versus nurture, it's not that they're specifically talented at being breast doing breaststroke kick better. It's more that they've learned how to do breaststroke kick the correct way over time. And they probably did it first instead of flutter kick. 
Now, oftentimes you'll see uh, people with the natural breaststroke kick, they struggle with freestyle kick because they don't like the pressing the water on the top of their foot. So they're used to making themselves move by pushing the water with the inside of their feet. Now, the same goes for the other side of that. So those kids that have learned to push the water with the top of their foot for flutter kick, for freestyle, butterfly, backstroke, they tend to struggle with breaststroke kick because it's a totally different motion than they're used to doing. When we're talking about five, six, seven-year-olds, there isn't a lot of high-level thought going into this, like, hmm, here's why I'm doing this. Here's why this is working. This is the situation in which this works. It's more of a natural, instinctive thing. They may still have that uh, innate um, understanding in their head, um, but it's not uh, expressed as a thing like we're talking about here in this case. So uh, what our job is, is how can we get these people who don't naturally have this feel, who have not learned this feel for breaststroke kick to do it correctly. A lot of the struggles that we see when teaching breaststroke kick is that they'll skip the motion or modify it in order to make themselves move. And they do this because they want to be going somewhere. They want to be racing their friends. They want to be swimming. It's a huge struggle to get swimmers to do a motion when they're learning it and not move forward. Now, this is a hurdle that we've overcome, and we've broken it down to make breaststroke kick easier. Now, don't fret. Don't be afraid. I know that I when I look at breaststroke kick, I grow and I'm like, oh, I hate teaching breaststroke kick. And it's really one of the things that I loathe most about teaching swimming is teaching breaststroke kick because it is such a difficult beast and it is such a pain to excruciatingly review over and over and over again. And in uh, the developmental program, it's one of the key skills that we're teaching in swimming is how to do breaststroke kick. And it comes with a lot of frustrations, but fear not, worry not, dear listener, we've made it easier. Now there is an easier way to do it. And I'm going through a portion of the teaching swimming book that you can get on Amazon or follow the online course at swimminglessonsideas.com. If you go to teaching swimming, uh, you have access to the course, and you'll get a PDF of the Teaching Swimming Workbook. Uh, this is the third edition for fun and effective instruction. And we're looking at page 36 and 37. It has custom hand-drawn images, uh, as well as descriptions and guides on how to teach this. And we're going to be going through it right now. Uh, and I'm going to explain what this is. And it's all also on the online course. You'll have access to it, including videos there as well. Um, on how to teach breaststroke kick. And we've broken it down in these steps and have used them for the last five years with great success. So quickly getting swimmers into swimming breaststroke well and legally, especially those kids that struggle with it. So the side stroke kick, the twisting one up, one down, the breast, the butterfly kick where they flat, flop their feet down. We can correct all those things by following this progression. So join me now as we go through. This is how to teach breaststroke kick to beginners. 
Uh, and uh, like I said, most of this material uh, is in the training workbook, which you can get from Amazon for $35. It's teaching swimming. This is fun and effective instruction, uh, the third edition. Uh, and this is in the info dump section or the blue section in the front on page 36 and 37, and also available on the website, swimminglessonsideas.com, uh, and the online course, Teaching Swimming, which is the companion course to the book and includes the PDF of the book. So if you want a physical copy, get it off Amazon. If you want to just print it off on your own, uh, you can do that by signing up for the course, uh, and it is the same cost. So breaststroke kick, let's begin. There... Um, Let's start with the start. So what we do first is flex. So F-L-E-X. This is uh, a way of twisting your toes and lifting it up. There's a the really good picture of flex. Uh, so I can describe it pretty easily. If you stand, uh, stand up, put your feet together so your toes are pointing in the same direction in front of you. Rotate your toes outwards, so like 45 degree angles away from each other, like a penguin, kind of. And then lift up your toes. Hold it. Don't fall over. That's flex. So stand up, point your toes forward, turn your toes outwards, away from each other, and lift them off the ground, keeping your balls of your feet and your heels touching the floor. That's flex. Now, if you look at the training workbook and in the online course, you'll see this picture here with the toes turned out and up. Uh, repeat this often, flex, F-L-E-X. What's this called? And everyone chimes in, flex. So this is standing on the deck, and we're simply just getting our participants used to the idea of twisting their feet outwards and lifting their toes. And this is maximizing the area on the inside of their foot. The next thing we do is put our foot on our knee, so like kind of cross one leg over the knee and slap the inside of that foot. So the inside near the ball, like the ankle, and the soft part just above the arch, and we'll slap that 10 times. And we do that so they get a, a physical sensation of what part of the foot they're hitting. And then we'll do tap 10 times on the bottom of your foot, tap 10 times on the top of your foot, and then finish with another 10 taps on the inside of the foot. Why are we doing that? Because breaststroke kick is pushing the water with the inside of the foot. Now remember earlier I was talking about uh, how swimmers learn how to do their kicks when they're first in the water. And the Swimmers that have a natural, I say that in air quotes, a natural breaststroke kick are the ones that have used the inside of their foot to push against the water and they feel the strength and power of that push that makes them move forward. Likewise, the ones that struggle with breaststroke kick are the ones that use the flutter kick motion or the top of their foot to push against the water. So they have this understanding in their brain, maybe it's not explicit, that if they push the water, if they want to go forward, they have to push the water with this part of their foot. We're training them that they need to use a different part of their foot to do the same action. Now, it's really hard to teach that hydrodynamic, the, the way that you your body pushes against the water has a reaction on you. So we do a lot of games and challenges that teach this. Uh, and we're going to go into some of the ones that we do for breaststroke kick. But this first step, teaching flex and then tapping the inside of your foot 
is this tactile, this physical feeling of how to start getting that sensation of this part of the foot is what we're going to use. So first we're teaching flex. And then we're going to tie that into the rest of the things that we do in swim lessons or on swim team. So then we'll get in the water and we'll do streamline plus flex. So this is where you push off the wall and streamline and make your toes flexed. Now there's a great picture of this on page 37 or in the online course under uh, breaststroke kick. You can see it's called SL plus flex. So it's literally you're in streamline, your legs are straight, your feet are together, but your toes are rotated outwards. So like a, like a, like a, like a T almost, and your toes are up. So you're pushing off the wall in flex and gliding in that position. Now, I know this isn't a, an actual part or component of breaststroke, but it does a very crucial thing here that's really important later on. So what we're doing is we're teaching our swimmers that they need to be rotating or turning their toes out and flexing their feet while they're moving in the water. It, it's more of a repetitive practice of getting in that flex position because a lot of swimmers when they're doing breaststroke kick don't do this flex position. Instead, they have a floppy freestyle kick foot or a floppy butterfly kick foot, which leads them into that uh, downward splashing motion. So the um, like fly kick breaststroke motion. And by doing this streamline plus flex activity first, we're training them to get into the flex position on command. So what we're doing is we're giving our swimmers an opportunity to initiate the flex motion on their own. I mean, we're asking them to do it, but we're giving them the tools to let them do it later on. We introduce flex on the deck. We review it. There's actually a dance that you can do. There's a video of it in the, um, in the online course that we do. It's the breaststroke kick dance where we just go through, um, you know, lift your toes up, put your toes down, toes up, toes down, heels up, heels down, toes out, toes in, toes out, toes in, heels up, heels out. You know, we do this song and dance that has this foot motion to it, and then it involves flex at the end or flex multiple times. And if you're standing on the deck and you're doing flex, it's really hard to not fall over. So it's, it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, but there's a video of it on the online course. Uh, I can't really show that the video or the song in the book, but uh, it exists. So that, that's kind of a thing that we do too. So flex on the deck and then in the water, uh, streamline plus flex. And then so they'll do three times or five times where they each take a turn using the rotation method, which is one person pushes off, does their activity, moves over, and then the next person goes. So they're like constantly circle swimming, but in a shorter distance. They'll do streamline with flex. The next step here is we need to introduce the breaststroke kick as a whole. So I like to put a video on our television, which shows breaststroke kick. There's also a really good video on the online course, which outlines what the breaststroke kick looks like. And you can use that one as your training guide for your swimmers. Alternately, we can also have somebody, a coach or a more advanced swimmer demonstrate what the breaststroke kick looks like. Our goal here is just to give them exposure to what the full motion is. Um, and we're going to start with that by doing breaststroke kicks while looking at our feet. And this is a really important part here is that our younger swimmers 
our visual learning is really, really like we're really good at that. We're really good at seeing things and then changing based on what we see. And that, that's kind of just overall, but younger swimmers in particular, it's a lot harder like a podcast to describe something verbally and have you understand what to do. Uh, my hope here with this episode is that you kind of get an under uh, ideas based on what we're talking about here. And then you can take these ideas that you learn and bring it back into your program or into your lessons or your swim team. You don't necessarily have to follow along everything step by step in this podcast episode, but my goal is that you're going to think about it and get an understanding of it and then take what you can to adapt into your program. Or you can follow along directly by purchasing the uh, online course or the training workbook. So um, people see things and they know it. So it's really crucial that we have our swimmers look at their feet when they're learning how to do breaststroke kick. So first we're going to show them a video of breaststroke kick. They've done the streamline with flex, so they know what flex is at this point. And then we're going to sit on the side of the pool and there's some specific language here that is important. We don't just want them to sit on the side and have their knees hooked over the edge. That's too close to the wall to do the kick effectively. Instead, we need to have them scooch their butts to the edge and almost lean on the edge of the side so that they're almost about to fall in. So the specific language you need to say is get to the edge of the pool, like sit on the edge so that you're almost falling in and lean backwards. So they're going to lean backwards and support themselves with their hands while their butt is just like on the edge, almost about to fall in. And then we can start doing the breaststroke kicks on the side. Now, this is a crucial instruction here that allows them a better motion to do the breaststroke kick. Now, it may be a little more difficult for them to see their feet. Uh, we still want them to see what they're doing, but we also need them to be able to do it in a way that isn't learning the wrong way. If they're too far back, then they're not going to be doing the kick correctly. You need to scooch them up towards the edge, as close to the edge as possible without falling in. We're going to begin... Uh, these are the specific words and instructions I use, and we want to make it as concise as possible. So you're on the edge, your hips or your butt are just about to fall in. Put your legs out in front of you. Bend your knees and touch the wall with your feet. So they're just going straight down, bending their knees. Flex. So they've already learned flex, so now they're doing flex with their knees together, their feet on the wall. And then I say, draw a circle and splash your feet together. So then staying in flex, they're going to draw a circle with their feet. They're doing the circle and the squeeze. And then I talk about pushing the water with the inside of their foot and squeezing it together like they're splashing their feet together or they're like clapping their feet together back at straight. And then we'll do that 30 times or 10 times. And then the coaches or the swim instructors watch them do this and they encourage them to do circle motions and splashing together motions using flex. So legs straight, bend your knees, touch the wall, flex. Now stay in flex and draw a circle with your feet or splash the water with your feet. And then we'll do that like over and over again with a coach or an instructor observing and giving feedback on, on as many attempts as possible. Now, this is also a time where the instructor in the water can hold their feet for them and do the kick motion with them. Now, that's not ideal because by holding their feet, they're not pushing the water. So they're not getting that 
hydro feel of pressure against the water or against their foot and the water. Instead, we're, we're just moving it through space or through the water. We want them to feel how the water pushes against the inside of the foot. So the first step here, flex, teach flex. Do a streamline with flex so they can get into the flex position in the water. Sit on the side and do, or watch a video of breaststroke kick and then sit on the side, do breaststroke kicks while on the side while they are looking at their feet so they can see the motion and feel the motion with a high rep, like do a high rep amount. And then from there, we're going to move on to the, the meat and potatoes of the breaststroke kick progression. So we've broken it up into small stages, and then we'll put it together at the end. So again, um, flex, we'll introduce flex. We'll do streamline with flex in the water, which is a streamline, and then they get into the flex position and float and hold it. So they're staying in the flex position while in streamline. Uh, and that's to get them used to that position. We'll do activities where they sit on the side doing breaststroke kicks, looking at their feet. The struggle here is that they're going to want to do the number of reps really quickly and probably poorly. The goal here is to do it well, and we got to figure out how we do that. So it just requires a smaller rep interval, so like 10 at a time, with somebody watching them. So generally a coach or a swim instructor. And if someone's watching them, they'll do it better. If they're not being watched, then they just tend to like splash through it and it's not as effective. <clears throat> and then we're peppering this in throughout our lessons or our swim team practices. We're not doing all of this progression in one day. We're doing pieces. So we're doing the breaststroke kick dance on the deck and then we're doing streamline with flex where we're doing the breaststroke kick dance on the deck, and then we're doing the sit-on-the-side breaststroke kicks. Maybe we're just reviewing what flex is on the deck, and then we're getting uh, sitting on the side doing the breaststroke kick while you look at it on the side, right? So it, we're peppering it in over time. Nothing is all at the same time. It, it's peppered in over time. Uh, but this is the progression that we use. So after they've, they've understood what flex is, after they know the general motion of breaststroke kick, after they have a feel for doing it while looking at themselves on their back, it's time to start doing it on your stomach. Now, it's hard to do breaststroke kick on your stomach because you can't see your feet, right? You can't um, look at your feet doing flex and pushing. So there's this unknown element to it where what the body is doing is not always what the brain thinks it's doing. So our swimmers, especially younger swimmers, aren't really visualizing what their feet are doing. They're just doing what they think feels best. It, they're, they're going off of the stimuli of the water and them moving forward. And if they're not moving forward, they're not happy and they don't think it's correct, right? Because their goal is, I want to move, I want to do the breaststroke kick. I want to go fast or I want to get somewhere. I don't want to not move. And if I'm not moving, I'm not doing it right. That's what they're thinking. So it's our job to remove that element from their learning so that they can do the breaststroke kick correctly, even if it doesn't make them move. So we're going to tie in the breaststroke kick to a streamline. And this is where this short distance training really comes into play because it's essential because it removes that need for the swimmer to make forward progress if they're doing it wrong. And that's okay. We want them to 
focus on the motion in a correct motion first so that when they do learn to push against the water with the inside of their foot, they can go somewhere by doing it correctly and not adapt the breaststroke kick in a wrong way. So if we tie in this progression to a streamline, it always it, it, it removes some of that anxiety about making progress or going forward for those people that aren't bad at breaststroke kick, right? Because we're teaching them how to do breaststroke kick. So everything is going to be tied into a streamline. So streamline plus flex. They push off in streamline, get in the flex position, stay in streamline, and float until they get to the flags, and then move over and come back. The next progression is to do a streamline plus lift and flex. Now there's a great picture of this on page number 37 or on the online course under breaststroke kick, but it's essentially that first step of breaststroke kick. So you do a streamline, lift your feet up above your knees. So you're just bending your knees so your feet go up, right? That first step of breaststroke kick, bend your knees, lift your feet up, and then flex and hold it. So we're holding this position like a statue. And then they're floating in streamline with their feet lifted and flexed. Now the picture here has them in position 11. That's fine too if you want to do that. Um, or streamline, whatever's easier. But lift and flex. So they're just holding this pose. So they streamline, lift their feet up by bending their knees, and then turn the toes out by flexing. And then just float that way for a few seconds. And they're going to do that three, five times for a couple of weeks. Once they're comfortable with that position, then we'll layer in streamline with two breaststroke kicks or streamline with one breaststroke kick. And the breaststroke kick is everything together. It's the lift, the flex, the circle, and the squeeze, or the push and the squeeze. So from lift and flex, we start pushing our feet backwards and then making a squeeze together. So it's like a push and a squeeze motion at the same time. And this is the hardest part to kind of teach here, and that's why we do this lift and flex first. So it's streamline plus flex, and then just hold it. So they're learning the flex position. Streamline plus lift and flex, so lifting up and then flexing, and then we're keeping the knees together here, and then that's training them to get that primed position for breaststroke kick, and then after they're comfortable doing that, then we'll add the push and the squeeze, and that's where we do the breaststroke kick motion itself, and that's the pushing and the squeezing in flex position. Now, if you follow this, also if you get the swim sheets, which you can get on swimminglessonsideas.com, it has a really good progression for breaststroke kick uh, that's a slightly different than what's in the book here, uh, but you can use as a laminated sheet for your swimmers to look at, and then you can see this progression pretty well laid out. Uh, and that's how you do breaststroke kick. I mean, that, that's essentially the end of it. And then you would start layering in streamline with two breaststroke kicks, giving feedback on how they're doing it. But we're really leveraging this introduction to flex, do it on the deck, like the breaststroke kick dance, which is all about flex, sitting on the side, looking at themselves doing breaststroke kicks, then streamline with flex, streamline with lift and flex, and then streamline with one breaststroke kick. And you can explain it as lift and flex, push and squeeze. 
lift and flex, push and squeeze. And the push and the squeeze is where the water, the feet are doing the whip kick motion and pushing out and together at the same time. And that's where the force or the propulsion comes from the breaststroke kick. Have you used this progression in your program? Uh, I'd like to know about that. I want to know if this is something that you're using in your program or what your progression is for breaststroke kick. How are you taking chunks out of this skill? So if you've listened to this podcast, we talk a lot about chunking, which is taking a complicated skill, breaking it up into chunks, teaching those chunks, and then stitching them back together. So our chunks here are flex, lift and flex, uh, and then the push and the squeeze. And then we're, we're separating those chunks out and then snapping them back together at the end. What is your breakdown for breaststroke kick? How are you teaching this? If we do that, we've done, like I said, we've done this for five years and it's been phenomenal. Um, it's made a lot of that frustration evaporate out of teaching breaststroke kick because we have this clear progression. It's still a slog. It's still a pain in the butt to rephrase the same things over and over again, to work with the same frustrations of, of swimmers who are unable or unwilling to think about their inside of the foot versus the top of their foot. It's this constant struggle between the coach or the swim instructor with the swimmer about going fast and doing it wrong versus doing it correctly and maybe slow at the first at the beginning. So it's this constant push and pull. But following this progression has made my life much easier. It's really uh, calmed down the irritation I have at breaststroke kick to the point where like I would avoid it for a long time because I found it so annoying to teach, but following this progression, it actually makes it more interesting and fun and, and keeps things, um, moving along. And, and swimmers, once you start doing this over and over again, once you start doing streamline with flex, streamline with lift and flex, they know what they're doing. And it's still challenging even four or five times, 10 times that they've done it. Um, I'm not saying like 10 reps, but 10, 10 practices where they've done the same thing it's still a challenge to do. It's not an easy thing to do lift and flex and hold that position in streamline. It requires a degree of flexibility uh, and buoyancy, but uh, they, they still do it. Even the ones with the natural breaststroke kick, they'll still do it. And sometimes they'll sneak in a breaststroke kick afterwards, which is fine. Um, but uh, we're talking about incremental progressions as always. And following this progression will make your breaststroke kick instruction easier and you can adapt this to our swim lessons, which we do, or our swim team, which we also do. And it, the key here is to pepper it in, and that's like small little flex of it over time. So we're, we're introducing the breaststroke kick flex position on the deck, and then we'll move on and do something else. Or we'll do breaststroke kick on the deck and then streamline with flex, because that's activity one, activity two, and then a challenge. Uh, maybe one of those challenges is floating on your back and only using the inside of your foot, rotate yourself so you're the opposite direction. So using breaststroke kick to spin yourself around, right? So we can integrate these challenges into connected to breaststroke kick in the water. And that's following our standard progression of activity one, activity two, and then challenge, uh, which keeps things interesting and keeps things moving. 
I want to know, again, like I said, I want to know what you think. Have you used this progression? Uh, What do you think about it? And if you use something else, what do you use? I know that uh, you can email me at jeff at swimminglessonsideas.com. Or the best way is to ask a question at anchor.fm slash swimming ideas. There's a link there that says ask a question. You can leave a voice note. It doesn't have to be a question. It can just be a statement. Hey, you know, hi, Jeff, I use this progression and it's great. Or, you know, you're wrong. This is terrible. And tell me why. Uh, You can leave a message there and I'll get it. And we can either address it online on a future podcast episode. Or if you say so, I can just um, not use it. So it's up to you. It's not a requirement that it be used. But I want to hear from you. Send me an email, jeff at swimminglessonsideas.com or fill out that um, ask a question uh, with your voice at anchor.fm slash swimming ideas. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you very much for listening today. And I hope that your breaststroke progression is a little easier uh, going forward. And know that tomorrow we can teach better lessons together. Take care. Mm-hmm.